today on the Terrible Warriors. Our agents of the estate are closing in on Moriarty's trail. But what is he really planning? No intro here. Let's just get right back to it. Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew return, and they are your Terrible Warriors. Welcome back, terrible listeners. You're in a new year, and it's a new chapter of our ongoing strange campaign from the Edmonton crew. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I am your GM for this evening, and I'm joined with... Will Mitchell. Wes Gowan of the Four of Wars. Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42. Cameron Dunn of Violet Break Gaming. And we are back into the strange... And we had a bit of a cliffhanger last week, <laughs> as Wes's caster cage, in his weird little robo-body, charged the Maroid, the bone marrow-eating living computer. It just occurred to me that we've kind of got a Tremors moment going on here, where I would probably go, what the hell are you doing? I got a goddamn <laughs> Thanks, Bert Gummer. <laughs> All we need now is for this thing to burrow into the wrong rec room. It can burrow. <laughs> it does have burrowing powers. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I just thought that would be recent history. Really good. Yeah. I was nice and let you guys see it from a distance. It is my front runner for favorite TV censorship because some of the some of the censorship on that, depending on the channel you watch, is just ridiculous. Because, but like, let's get back on track because yeah, Wes is having a big dramatic good. moment. Yeah. Yes. Wes, this is all probably going to come down to you making a roll, but um, uh, what well, is your plan? I'm running towards it. I'm like, hey, no, I just need to access your library. Uh, I spent a point of intellect to enthrall it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now are you going to spend for effort as well? Yeah. Okay, how much effort do you want to spend? One or two points? Two. Okay, so you're going to mark off... Uh, three points in total. Uh, no, three, and then you... What's your Attract intellect edge? Uh, two. Okay, so uh, you're looking at... You're marking off five points of intellect total sure. here. Sure. Done. Roll. That's a four. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, 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 wait. Advantage. When you spend one XP to re-roll a d20, add plus three to the roll. You, I will let you, uh, yeah, I will yeah, let you, you roll spend roll. an XP. Yeah, I will do that. I'm going to re-roll it, and I get to add plus three to this roll. Because you're lucky, yes. Well, that's a ten, so thirteen. Plus whatever. You succeed. Okay, yes. so it's a You needed to roll a 12, you get 10 plus 3. You, by sheer happenstance, <laughs> you manage to catch it at just the right moment. You spin the lights off. <laughs> you have its attention. Okay. Ladle, 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 ladle. <laughs> well, you're your flashing little ladle images all over it. I imagine oh, like, I have like, a little thing on the top and like, and, like the little, little ladle goes to it back and forth. Oh, yeah. I, I will allow this. Because <laughs> it has no <laughs> other functions. <laughs> um, the ladle is quickly becoming the most powerful artifact in your arsenal. Yeah, it's not even on my sheet, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but anyways, uh, now I am going to attempt to interface directly with it as technology. Yeah. Give me an intellect check. Uh, that is a 15. Do you want to spend... I will let you retroactively spend effort on it. I'm going to spend effort. Spend one effort, so mark down that one point of intellect. Yeah. You are able to plug into its weird biostructure. Yeah. 
Um, the Ulsong doesn't fully properly connect in the Scar, but this thing has its own like internal computer system. And you are just, you get just barrages of images and DNA codes. Mm. And its its system is broken inside. You guys all just see, Caster hits this thing and basically docks with it. And then it stops moving. Alright. Uh, I think he's uh, got it under control. Let's find better positions for when he doesn't. And then, yeah, gonna. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna make you guys roll for that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you, 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 you climb up on ready. some ruins and stuff. I'm not interested in watching Caster Cage docking with something again. Are you looking for specific information, or are you just trying to keep this thing occupied? I am now. Now that I'm in, I'm looking for specific information that pertains to what we've uh, we're here for. Give me a roll. Nice. Ooh. That is stupid. This useful. is damn clever. Eighteen. Okie dokie. <laughs> Come on, Cam, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. We are all bros here. Let me just see what I just got I just want to make sure that I'm accurately portraying what information it gets from this. Uh, some marrows who have obtained uh, obtained the marrow of intelligent Rook natives can access bits of their victims' knowledge. Yeah, okay. Um, Eat up some poor test subject. Well, what you get is little fragments. They're not perfect memories. They're not perfect recordings. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're little fragments of memory that apparently are encoded on a genetic level. Right. And you see a building... Um, You see it from kind of a distance, and there are a bunch of people moving around out front of it, and... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, that, that would be the Meroid's memory. Um, what you a- actually see is, so first-person perspective, as people are loading something off of so, like some kind of bioskiff, uh, and they're just boxes, and they're talking with each other, and little snippets. Do you think we can get it working? Another snippet. Uh, you actually hear someone who has a very distinct British accent, but you don't see them. Mm-hmm. TikTok, gentlemen, we are on a tight schedule here. And he's actually speaking English, not Rukian. And then you see the moment the Meroid gets this guy. (laughs) Which is, literally, he's taking a piss against a wall. Oh, no. And he turns around, and the Meroid's literally creeping up behind him. (laughs) As he's taking a piss, and he turns around, and it gets him. Oh. Okay. That's useful. That's really useful. Yeah. Uh, Can I shoo it away now? Uh, Give me another roll. That's a 13. No. Um, Your best bet at this point is probably to see if your guys can get away Mm -hmm. and uh, just get out of its line of sight. Yeah. So... Like this is kind of like a strange, like get 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 out of here, get get up, go. Later, 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 later. Can I keep this up ever? <laughs> and then we cheese it. Yep. Duck behind some rubble. Oh no no no! no, no, no. You run, don't run. Run, run, run. Everybody, give me a roll, except for Wes. He's currently waiting. 
Seven. Ladle to ladle is a verb now. <laughs> I think it's always been a verb, but we're we have a new definition of it. Yeah. Uh, that is a nine. Oh wait, six. Six. Cam. All right. Seventeen. Okay, so the party order is basically Trent running the fuck away in the front while you guys are trying to scramble down from your positions. Yeah. Uh, You're all able to get away from it, but Trent, you've got a big lead on these guys. They're just kind of running the fuck out. And you come to a ledge as they're still kind of scrabbling behind you. And you can see below, there's actually a hub of activity around this low, looks almost like a bombed out or broken factory. And you see outside of it is one battle chrysalis. Not one of the ones that you saw, but it's definitely a battle chrysalis of some sort, just kind of hunched outside, like like basically like a guard mech. Okay. And you see it, and you duck down before, any, before it can see you. Awesome. Because you got a 17, which is pretty fucking good in the system. Okay. Uh, okay, so we so come puffing up shortly after. Yeah, so we see him duck down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... You just stay low. We're enjoying him. Like, so it, it's low. your information to relay then, Cam. Yeah. Um, I see a battle chrysalis over there. Um, if we can sneak up on it, maybe we can get the drop on it. I wonder how we could do that. Premonition. <laughs> I was just going to shoot nano machines and... <laughs> so I'm going to use psychic powers. Uh, I was just going to shoot science at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to know what it would shoot back. <laughs> I am shooting with trick. science yeah. now. Like a woolly joke. Now, make your ticks fly out of my nipples. <laughs> yes, that literally is Cam's power. Yeah, more or less. Wes, you're still hooked Cam- up to the Maroid. I was okay. going to say Cam's power is the Isaac Clark maneuver, just inexplicably shoot science at it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to disengage from it and hide. Give me a roll. What's your bonus for stealth? Um, or did you roll a twenty? I believe it's a twenty on that. Yeah, you rolled a twenty. Doesn't yeah. matter. And actually, <laughs> it uh, also sorry, it also occurs to me that between <laughs> this and the New Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two trailer, that the gun maneuver is to baffle them with that shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you essentially you get a major advantage, a major effect out of it. And so you are actually able to lead it away from their direction before you fly off back to them. Yeah. So you send it herring off in some other direction away from you, so it will not be a problem anymore. Sure. Awesome. I was just going to say, I go, and then activate my Romulan cloaking device. You don't have a Romulan cloaking device. Yeah, but I rolled so well, I temporarily had one. You're (laughs) insignificant in combat, but more to the point, you rolled a 20, so it... It is no longer a factor in this yeah, scenario. It's basically out. It is out of the scene. If I had hands, I'd be doing this. <laughs> we'll get your hands. So, premonition? Regarding getting around that chrysalis? Yes, give me a roll. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I want us to get into having to shoot this thing and die and tell everybody else we exist. So I would like to burn some... Uh, How much? In life. Well, let's say one. Okay. Mark down your uh, burning up. Uh, well, it f- 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 doesn't fucking matter. Uh, that's a one. 
Have a small aneurysm. <laughs> GM incursion time. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, is this the first one that you've rolled? Uh, no, 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 warriors? no, no, I've rolled many ones. Okay. Uh, if you remember uh, previously, in fact, in this very fucking game, uh, I rolled a, an absurd string of ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, Wes, you actually see... You see what happens. <laughs> they don't. Um... You see the two battle chrysalids rise out of the ground behind them. Oh, no. You guys don't because they had a uh, trap door mechanism built into the ground. Of course. This is only li- this is literally only happening because whenever you guys roll a one, yeah. I had a complication to the oh, scene. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's not <laughs> uh, and yeah. the first you hear of it is when their weapons cock... As like their auto spike lances um, drop ammo in, uh, from the drums into the barrels, and you just hear a meaty chunk, chunk. It's like an elephant cracked its knuckles. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining I get a premonition of that, and then I wake up to the sound. No, no. You. It's even as you're trying to pre- as you're about to premonition. They, oh, they, just, just for comic effects. Yeah. That yeah. I have to live through that nightmare twice. Uh, <laughs> and Wes, they do not see you though. I stay hidden. Okay. Look what you've done. Uh, well, I mean, in game, I didn't do anything. Uh, we we surrender. Did you pull the ED two hundred nine? Drop your weapons. You have fifteen seconds to comply. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's what kind of what I'm picturing. Except it's kind of me. Drop your weapons. You have fifteen seconds to comply. Uh, hey man, the things that you own end up owning you. Drop it. <laughs> Shane, Cam, you guys dropping your guns? Yeah. You wake up with us. Cool. And they they don't go back down the way they came. Uh, if you actually, you could see it, Wes. Literally, the trap. It's literally just trapdoor canisters, almost. Oh, like they were planted there. Yeah. And they walk you towards the facility. Um. The closer that you get to the door. You realize that they don't look as much like the battle chrys- they don't look like the battle chrysalid designs that you saw. They don't look like the battle chrysalid you saw on the street either. In fact, they look almost a little bit smaller than that. Mm. Uh, like they may have just like they may actually not be these full humans that turn into machine chrysalids. They may just be machines. Yeah. Either way, damn, they've got damn big guns attached for arms. Yeah, and you know, and they're fifteen feet away. Actually, I have a picture of one of them. I just got to remember where it is. It's the world's number less than strange. As they're walking us in, I've got a terrible plan. Well, it's the only plan we've got, probably. Oh, I- I'm sorry. They look like that. The spike thrower is actually in their chest. Oh, oh, oh. wow. Even more terrifying. Yeah, is this they, entire freaking world designed by Geiger. Yeah, like, it's a very big Geiger. It's player. a nightmare world, man. Like Rook is a weird at. What did you say it was made of? Uh, Shane is nightmares and pain or something like nightmares that. Nightmares and nope. Yeah. Nightmares and nope. I also refer to it as fear and loathing and Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. So yeah. I got. He's absolutely right. Deep down, nightmares and nope. <laughs> that's gotta be yeah. The, that's the title the, of this uh, of this series of episodes: <laughs> the strange nightmares <laughs> and nope. <laughs> well, why are you trying to look at my GM notes? I'm not trying to look at your GM notes. I'm trying to find our twenty sided die. Yeah. Oh, it's right there. I eat it. I have a feeling we're gonna need that. I eat it. 
<laughs> yeah. The doctor what? says my nose would stop bleeding if I get my finger out of there. Um, what do you do, Wes? Um, I scoop up their weapons and hide it in my... Which you don't. Remember, oh. you don't have a store. We established you don't have an internal storage chamber. Is he flat enough on top that Five he could just like, kind of like scoop it? Yeah, Not like, really, no? though. Okay. Man, if you'd known this was happening, you could have 400 that marrow I did, but nope, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like, <laughs> there's no way that's going to work twice. Yeah, no, like, I, I spent, like, half my intellect yeah. to get that done. Do you want to do a re- uh, one-action refresh? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Roll yeah. a d6. One. Gain one intellect back. <laughs> yeah, true. But while you're watching the walked in, you could do your 10-minute uh, refresh as well if you really wanted to. No, I'm not going to do that right now. Okay. All right. I'm going to start sneaking into the facility. Give me a roll. Look for something, anything. Oh, that's a one. (laughs) Even worse things. (laughs) I'm going to hold that uh, GM intervention for the moment. Oh, shit. I get to use it later in the scene. I know. Oh, boy. Well, you kind of... You're having trouble finding a way to sneak in. Okay. But if you look around, you may fi- eventually find one. But they're slowly being led for. But they're being led further into the building. Okay. And what you guys, the three of you, realize as you're being walked in, this is in fact a factory. Yeah. The there are no none of the prototype battle chrysalids you were told about around here. There are giant vats that lead into weird organic machines, and what they're spitting out is more of the things that are leading you in. And all, they're just arrayed on the floor. And it's a slow process. Like, they're, they're not just being pumped out. But, like, as you watch, uh, pieces are pulled out of vats by these tendrils and then put together and put through a machine. Yeah. And then the thing slowly walks. And there are about 20 of them in formation, just in a brick on the floor. Oh. And these, uh, these two that have you... Lead, start leading the three of you through the factory. I'm too young to have dodged the draft, but uh, I know an army when I see one. Yeah, this is getting pretty serious. This is exactly the kind of thing that you know who would want. Yeah. Although it does seem a little... Cam, like, give me a roll. Forward, you know? Sure. Not a one. Oh, seven. Mm. Like you, you hear something. You you do hear as these two are talking, and you're kind of uh, just being silent. And Wes is activating Siri. Sorry, I'm trying to close an app. Move my phone off. I didn't realize it was on. Okay, it's fine. Um, you hear a couple people talking, uh, and you actually you spy just out of the corner of your eye a couple of uh, Rukian men, all heavily armed. They're wearing. Um, Com- like organic looking combat armor okay and they're they're talking with each other and they don't seem happy you know uh, this, this is taking too long if we wait too this is taking too long why are we why are we helping an Arthur this is how far we have fallen if we use this Factory for too long, the Myriand are going to find us. And they, by that point, you've walked past. Cool. Anyway, I can secretly shoot out nanomachines. Give me a roll. Uh, all right. Do you want to spend any effort? 
Probably should, yeah. You Okay, you want to spend the one intellect. And then how much your nano machines cost? Uh, one intellect point. Okay, so you're going to spend uh, all day two intellect points. Two. Okay. Boop, boop. Give me a roll. Thirteen. Thirteen? Sure. You're able to shoot off a small, spew off a small cloud just behind you as you, uh, as you walk, and some of them just kind of land on the floor. And the gist of what you get is that these guys appear to actually be with the Karam, with this dissident Rukian faction that are looking to cut themselves off from Earth, but they're not working alone. Getting this factory and getting the resources to get it running again. Uh, didn't come from the Karom. It came from this backer, this Earther backer of theirs. Okay. Um. Says my tier two, uh, I can scan an object or being you have sprayed with nanites to learn pertinent uh, facts about them. Uh, so that would be, you basically sprayed this factory, really. Yeah, that's what I want to know more about the factory. Okay, uh, the factory is, um, it's producing an only about one quarter capacity right now. Uh, it definitely was damaged. It was old when the scar happened. So this is something that the operation to get it running again is relatively recent. This is the 20 soldiers that are out on the floor right now, plus the ones leading you, are the result of a week or two of work. Okay. So it's not producing them super, super fast. That's what you're going to get for right now. Okay. Wes, give me another roll. Let's see if you can find a way to sneak in. Um, eleven. Sure, you find a vent. Go the vent. You go through the vent. You are going through the vent right now. You can't really hear much, but you eventually pop out uh, the vent. It's venting over the factory floor, so you can see these two guys with the whatever the hell they are, mm -hmm. uh, leading them along. Okay, I try and follow along the vents the best I can. Okay. You'll be able to roughly observe the scene and, if necessary, burst in through the ceiling if and you'd like to. And do what? Swing my ladle at them. <laughs> you never know. You have a flashlight. <laughs> I was going to say, this, this factory looks like technology to me. <laughs> you two are led up um, onto, like, an overseer's platform. It's an enclosed area. And it's an office. The office has obviously seen better days. Yeah. But it's been cleared out. Uh, someone has moved a desk in. Like an earth desk. Well, no, like a folding oh, okay. table turned into a desk. And there's a man sitting behind it. He's very obviously an earth man. Uh, he is dressed in a 19th century black suit. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, he has th um, a widow. His hair is in a widow's peak. It's slicked back. Uh, he looks very white, very English. He's drinking a cup of tea. And he is having a conversation with three men in black body armor with what are the rookie equivalent of assault rifles. And one of them is pointing at him and actually shouting as these things uh, move you into the room. You said, Arthur, that this factory would be at full efficiency by now. We are It is supposed to be producing 20 Venom soldiers per day, not 20 over two weeks. This is insufficient. We cannot gain the upper hand within the war of factions with this little army that you are building us. This is little more than a squad. The Myriad would crush them in moments. And the man looks at him. Mr. Elzen. 
When we began our business arrangement, I told you that I would bring this factory to proper, efficient functioning if I were to receive one-third of the Venom soldiers it produced. I gain nothing from its inefficiency. However, your intelligence drastically downplayed the level of dilapidation present in it. At the moment, your squad is small, but if you learn patience, Mr. Elzen, as I have learned patience over the centuries, you will benefit greatly. And the Elzen just slams his hand on the table, jerks his finger, and they, they leave. And they stop as you get marched in. Who are these people? I believe these would be our visitors from Earth. Mr. Elzen, you can go. I will be in contact with you once production is moved up to proper levels. Gentlemen. Uh, Elzen and his people leave. They shoot you like dirty-ass glances. These guys are all heavily modified in what are obviously combat mods. Um, underneath whatever uh, levels of cloth that aren't armor, you can see that there's heavy plating and musculature added to them. Um... Their eyes have expanded pupils for extra low-light vision. Yeah. Their teeth have... There are multiple layers of sharp teeth. Uh, all, all that kind of crazy-ass shit. Yeah. Their ears have been enhanced to get better uh, so they can do echolocation and... Nuts. And... I hope you'll apologize if I remain sitting, but I really don't feel like standing, and there are no other chairs in the room. However, could I interest you in some tea? I had it brought from London. Real London, not the fake one that I escaped from. Is the tea better? The tea is always better when it's real. Good to know. I imagine you've discovered that about a great many things, Mr. Moriarty. Derek, question. Now, how close do you rule... I have to be interact with technology. Uh, You're touching it, more or less. Unless it's wire, unless it's specifically wireless. Is your nano probes wireless? No, you can't access his nanos. The private network. I was hoping that I could use it to communicate through his nanos to communicate with him. Not really. His nano machines are hardwired for only functioning for him. Okay, that's cool. It's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Detective McCree, you've interrupted before I can formally introduce myself, but I'm going to do it anyway. I hope you will. Except the level of drama I am unfortunately written that way. Of course. I am Professor James Moriarty. I understand you've been looking for me. Yeah. I... I'm sure you're familiar with us. I am Dr. Ignatz. Mr. Williams. I see that Mr. Cage isn't with you. I'm given to understand from my intelligence that his translation was rather... extreme... It was a bit of a surprise to all of us. I think we all fared quite a bit better than he did. Indeed. Um, oh, I mean, here we are. Wes, by this point, you're actually in the ducting over the room. Uh, Moriarty picks up a cane that's leaning next to him, points it at the roof. Oh, God. Uh, there's a flash of light. Mm. Uh, Wes, make me a roll. 18. Nope. Uh, You take four points of damage as there is a blast of very, 
very visceral energy that goes up and smacks you, and you go tumbling out of the uh, venting into the room. Holy Welcome God. to your GM intrusion. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Damn. Fair. Now, does he have tea he's drinking himself? Yes. And he he, he, he has several cups on the table. I'm, he's obviously been waiting for you. Oh, uh, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm going to take some. You still have that. I know. Don't worry. Thing. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know how we're going to get it in. Uh, so... I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that you were either approached by the Miriana, by the Miriand or the Quiet Cabal about the activities of these Karum operatives. I wonder what it is that they told you exactly. Were you looking for stolen parts? Were you investigating some apparently failed mission of their own covert exploits? To be perfectly honest, I'm far more interested in you. I must admit that... Mm. Humor me, please. please. A mason cannot build a wall without mortar to hold the bricks in, and information is that mortar. So please, just humor me. You guys are seeing a look on Richter's face that neither of you can ever recall seeing before. He actually looks... It's kind of like meeting one of his heroes, almost. Mm. Because, like I said, he's read Sherlock Holmes. This yeah. is what inspired him to be a detective, and now he's meeting the man who tested Sherlock Holmes in every conceivable way. So, yeah. in a way, he's meeting kind of his hero, and also, in his own mind, something of his nemesis. So, he may not be equipped to deal with Moriarty, but he's certainly honored for the attempt. Yeah. Please, please, do do enlighten me. I, I, I am curious. Well, I suppose, all things considered, it was just a matter of timing. The Cabal approached us first. Hmm, what were we they... could have just as easily been the Myriad. Well, this is true. And what did the Quiet Cabal hope to gain from you? It was a matter of uh, recovery. Uh, can you pass the sugar? Hmm... Ah, they were looking for you to recover something that was not lost in the first place. Yeah, yeah, covert ops that probably didn't exist. Yes, I'm afraid you are somewhat of the sacrificial lambs. Well, this is not surprising. We've learned very quickly that trust is a very precious commodity in Rook. Rather non-existent, I find. There is no honor among thieves, and all Rookians are by their very nature thieves. Do you know how Rook actually came to be here? It's, it's actually a fascinating story. I've quite enjoyed looking at their history. Rook is actually, in its own way, a spaceship. Sent out as the last elements of a dying world that fell into the orbit of Earth. The Dark Matter Network is rather amazing that way. I've quite enjoyed traveling it after my escape from my own little world. Do you know what the most aggravating thing about my native recursion is? That you found out that it was written by another person, and therefore your entire life and all your exploits were nothing more than a bunch of lies. Mm, Not true. 
within my perspective and within the perspective of that recursion, they were absolute truth. Uh, to say that I was written by Doyle is perhaps an understatement, but also stressing the point a bit too far. 221B Baker Street, as the estate refers to it, is one of many Holmesian recursions resulting in the simple fact that humans like the great detective because he has almost 150 years of time to percolate within them. Whereas other recursions are much more recent. Our Dunn, for instance, is only 10 years old. And yet it is larger, somehow more powerful. We've heard tales of our Dunn. Oh, that's an interesting place, but it's in its own way annoying. <laughs> but, no, the true annoyance is that, and perhaps the true irony, is that 221B Baker Street and all the Holmesian recursions are contingent upon one single element of reality. Well, what do you think that is? Well, if they're all contingent on... If they're all related, it'd be Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm, no, it is the existence of Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, interestingly, no variant thereof of him, has ever awakened, has ever had the spark, because he is a contingent part of his own reality. Holmesian recursions cannot exist without Holmes. Hmm. But Holmesian... That implies that Holmesian uh, recursions can exist without you, then. Yes, it does. It's very true. But you'd also know what's interesting about 150 years of literature. Do you know how many narratives work in Holmes, and thus how many narratives must then attempt to work in their own Moriarty? A pretty vast number. How many times has it been adapted, and how many recursions have spun off from those fictions? How many Moriarty's do you think there are in the Dark Energy Network? Whirling about the Earth in the strange. You're not interested in this army. You're interested in an army of yourself. Yes, I, I like to refer to it in my more whimsical moments as Moriarty. A little pun. Ha! <laughs> I get it. Yes, I thought you would, Dr. Ignitz. <sighs> Crime is merely a means to an end. Crime is a way to achieve power. It's a way to achieve money, which is then also a way to achieve power. And power is what defines us. The power that we have over others, the power that we have over ourselves, the power that we have over the world. But I am not content to be one man's fiction. I am interested in having power in every world. Imagine it. One continuous entity existent simultaneously in all recursions. One Moriarty for the entire strange. That's a real interesting idea, Doc. Professor. I was going to elevate you, but that's all right. Professor. I feel I must say this out of respect. There is far more to the strange than even you may realize. These mm. worlds that you speak of, they could very easily be destroyed 
by what you by what you intend to do. Yeah, that's the worlds that you going. intend to escape, the worlds that you intend to overtake, are I, all threatened by your plans. Are they threatened by them, or are you threatened by them? Well, I mean, I'm no physicist, man, but I know. I just back jumped. Home, a universal objective perspective is going to make a lot of problems with causality and the speed of light, man. <laughs> What the human race knows of the truth of the universe could, in the great physical scheme of things, fit on the head of a pin. Even that's generous. The strange is ancient. It was the creation of beings from before the Big Bang. The rules that you learned in school go out the window. How do you think that feels to someone like myself as a mathematician? I imagine that'd be uh, mighty uncomfortable, but also heck of a potential. Mr. Williams is being particularly silent. Do you have an opinion on the matter, Mr. Williams? Um... Speak up, boy. Feel free to share with the class. (laughs) I think you're crazy. Well, sanity and insanity within this web of worlds are quite relative. But in any case, we come to you and me in this room here. And my Venom soldiers, of course. Because, as I have said, power is often the ultimate goal. And having a little army at one's command is quite useful. Of course, now that you are here, the Myriand and the Quiet Cabal won't be far behind you, because they have, of course, been tracking your movements. I assume it was in the pang. (laughs) Well, one should never trust strange pang. (laughs) They will arrive here, and they will get into a fight with the Kroom operatives. The operatives will likely be slaughtered in the outcome, and it doesn't really matter. Either way, if I am found to be involved, then I am found to be involved, but... It all... You have no intention of giving him any of you, these Venom soldiers. You're going to take him with you. The thought had occurred to me, of course, passing into improper realities and recursions would wreak havoc on them, but there are always useful worlds where they can be stored. So this is where the part where you tell us that now we know what you're up to, you're going to, of course, have to eliminate us. No, I was going to eliminate you anyway. Look, all I'm going to say is you really should just let us go. After all, you require a good foil. And with saying that, no, spin ideal. Spend three intellect, import ideal onto a target NPC for one hour. Roll. Spend some stuff. Spend some fucking stuff. Uh, spend yeah. your stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna spend, holy crap. I'm going to spend like... Uh, two effort? Two effort, yeah. So you're going to need to spend... Uh, Four total. Well, uh, two effort would be six points. Yeah. And then how much does the uh, spin ideal cost? Three. Three. So that would be seven total minus your two edge. You're going to need to spend five intellect. Okay. Do you have five intellect? I have six intellect. 
Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this might actually work. You're going to need to roll for it, though. All right, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. As Derek oh, realizes, he forgot oh, to book. Come on. Did you roll a one? Two. Are you still lucky? Um, I could. Uh, I would spend another XP. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Like oh, I mean, I want the to tell you to do it so bad. Priority caps. I want to tell you to do it so bad. You know what? I will do it because I because in my mind, making you're making the GM think on his feet. It's more worth more experience than uh, absolutely. <laughs> Besides, it's for the other team of the listers. And if you really like, well, want me to get more experience, subscribe to us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? If they give us more money, I'm just going to give you more experience. I mean, man, this isn't how this works. <laughs> eighteen, <laughs> eighteen, there we go. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, let let me go. Frantically flipping through the book. No, I'm trying to find Moriarty's stats because I'd actually failed to bookmark them. (coughs) You just make it. Even you needed to spend effort on there to even have a chance. Oh yeah. yeah. He just he is a very high level opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the big bad. Hmm. You know what? You're right. (laughs) Here is what let's do. Go into a translation trance right now and return to Earth. All right. That feels like you want us to do a little more, though. No, if you're going to attempt to catch me another day, then attempt to catch me another day. That's awful sporting of you, Prof. I, well, go on. I think it's time for us to go. Yeah. So you guys, you're just, you settle down. You start going into your translation trance. Yeah. As you start to translate, he, uh, you hear Moriarty say, Ah, yes, one more thing. He takes his cane oh and he points it at you. There's a flash of light. And when you wake up, you are... Flat on your backs, you are in a city covered in white fog, and oh. you are in a, uh, you're just lying in a burned out shell of a building in a city full of white fog. He said, Soup fog? Set us at 221 Baker Street. <laughs> you don't know. Um, or maybe some but other. But you, uh, you slowly crawl over to the window. Yeah. Do I have arms at least? Yeah, you um you are back to your earth um earth uh, you, you back to your earth focus. Yeah. Uh and you crawl over and there is actually an angry mob beating at the door bearing torches and pitchforks. Oh. You'll never get away with this, you devils. Oh. You no. You trespassed against the laws of God and nature for the last time! But it's alive! Um and you all look down at what you're wearing. Um you are all dressed in like Victorian era uh, like European clothing. Yeah. I'm looking directly at your shirt right now. 
Um, For the record, and you Eric turn and I are I'm, both wearing Assassin's Creed shirts. I'm wearing uh, one with the Jackdaw symbol from Black Flag, and he's wearing one with the Fry Twins from uh, Well, and at first you thought the building was bombed out. You realize that the broken window you're looking through, somebody threw a bomb into this room. Uh, there are bodies... Uh, Shane, you've got a smoking gun in your hand. Oh, great! Uh, it's it's a it's an old fashioned six shooter, like not even like a peacemaker. We're talking like older, like a like, like paper cartridge. No, like a like a navy. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, and there's a dead body with a hole in it. You guys don't recall what the hell's going on, but you're pretty sure it's it's coming to you. You're like, oh my god, what? Oh, uh, we might have lost some time here, guys. Oh boy! And as you you when are we gonna learn not to let our guard down against the main villain of the game? <laughs> and I think we're gonna leave it there as the mob starts to break down the door. We did this with the Joker. We did this with freaking Moriarty. I tried. Okay, I yeah. freaking tried. It was a great and. Time. We're going to cut there. Hey, look, there's a gold triangle with one eye saying, that's funny how dumb we are. <laughs> well, for another cliffhanger of The Strange, I'm Derek the Bard from Chase the Muse, and I'm joined with... Will Mitchell. Wes Gunn. Shane Fitzgerald. Cameron Dunn. How are them... <laughs> Translation, strange boys going to get out of this time? Oh, Stick around and find out, yuck! I don't know, that, that was a really bad attempt at doing... Uh, the ballad here from the Duke, the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you all come back now, you hear? Them strange boys jumped, dumped a go- jumped a gorge with no wheels on their car. Well, now we have to be the Dukes of Hazzard. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Terrible Warriors has new episodes every Thursday and every Tuesday. And every Thursday this month are new episodes of The Strange. But on Tuesday, return to us for the next chapter in Mutants in Orbit. It's our latest story in our After the Bomb world. I like to return to it once a year, just to see how things are going. Seems this time the mutants have got themselves into a real problem. Strapped to the back of a rocket launched into space? Whoa, boy! Yes, I know, they're not in space yet, but... They're getting there. They're, they're obviously, obviously, they're, they're going. It's called Mutants in Orbit. The other campaign on Tuesdays is Ravenloft, Dead by Dawn's Light. We've got one more episode left in that, and... Well, remember how I said they'd be dead if they don't get out of the castle by morning? They got minutes to spare, and I know what you're thinking... Well, Justin's just setting it up because he's the announcer now and he needs to hype it going. And no, no, I played that game. And there was a real moment in the very beginning of that episode where we all looking at each other going, are we actually going to die in the first five minutes? And there was a serious moment of dread. Today's Terrible Warriors were Derek Burrow, Will Mitchell, Shane Fitzgerald, Wes Gunn, and Cameron Dunn. And for all updates on future campaigns, you can follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. You can check out our website where we have a schedule posted for your viewing pleasure at TerribleWarriors.com. As well, if you click over onto Adventures, you'll see the complete archive of every game we have ever played in the four and a half years of running this show. All of our games and all of our episodes will be available forever, for free, for you. And for that, 
Thank you for listening, for supporting, for sharing and reviewing. Thank you for playing games. Thank you for telling stories. And thank you for being a terrible warrior.